0: welcome back to another episode of
1: explain it slowly
0: i'm lynn and I'm dimitri. That's dimitri hi i started this thing where i'm gonna just like introduce my name i don't know if that really matters
1: but <laughs> i'm dimitri nice to meet you
0: <laughs> as you I'm, wave i'm waving hand.
1: into the nothingness can you hear my wave everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway um i mean once we get big we don't introduce our- ourselves right but we're not there yet
1: but we still have to introduce ourselves otherwise people are like whose Who are voice they? is that i know <laughs> that's always a like, thing mean, like, we, we
0: listen to like the skeptics guide to the universe like they introduce themselves for 10 years straight now every episode they introduce themselves so i figure that's the least we should do i thought
1: you're gonna follow up with the- and i still get them confused I, was, I do
0: get them confused as well. <laughs>
1: well, I was going to say it's three brothers, so... The, no, there's uh, only
0: two brothers, no, and then there's a friend. There's who's, three brothers, who's a like,
1: friend, and, and Cara Santa, and Cara Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. We know her who's name. The new, who's the newbie <laughs> for <laughs> the, the newbie. past eight, ten years, I think.
0: For the past eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: She's been on for quite a while. Anyway. Anyways...
0: If you like us, you should. You'll probably like them as well. So listen to them. It's Skeptic Sky to the Universe. Mm. Awesome. Cool plug. Cool plug.
1: <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I got a question for you. Oh
1: yeah, is that how the show works?
0: It, it is how the show works. Um, so the question is: Is it better to have more choice or less?
1: So that's a very interesting question.
0: <laughs> it's very general.
1: Yeah um so i'll use i'll use the example of supermarkets because i think this like exemplifies this the best um and then i can give a few other analogies towards the end to like really stamp it in of what i think uh but in a supermarket if you go into one of the aisles you oftentimes have uh let's say the baking aisle okay you have flour by this brand flour by that brand flour by this other brand And now you have a bunch of flour to choose from when all you wanted was flour. Flour. (laughs) Um, So now you have to, like, start, okay, which flour is better? Oh, this one is organic. Um, And this one over here was made on Mars. Or who knows what because, like, it doesn't really matter. It's flour. At the end of the day, that's what you wanted. Right?
0: Kind of. I mean, there's unbleached flour, there's bleached flour, there's organic flour, there's non-organic flour. I I don't even know if there's a difference between organic or non-organic. I mean, isn't it all organic? Is it all organic? I don't even know. It's made of organic molecules. So yes, it's all organic. And then there's also (laughs) like the price tag that is attached to it. And I think that's usually what helps determine what you get, no? It's the Mm -hmm. price tag.
1: Yep. So what this choice does is called is caused something called choice paralysis
0: um
1: because you like i'm sure anyone has felt this you really don't know which one to go for you need to start oh so you're
0: paralyzed from those choices yeah
1: you you now have like a mental overload to, like, really start thinking. And a lot of people argue, well, choice is good for the economy because now you have different uh, brands and like competing for, each, like, the customer's attention. So it's not and so a and
0: monopoly. So. Yeah, so it's
1: not a monopoly. So choice is perhaps good in that scenario. But from your point of view, like, might not be the thing that you care about really right now because all you wanted at the end of the day was flour to make your banana bread. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so uh the alternative to that is you go to a store and you need flour and there's a row of boxes of the same exact flour and you grab one and you move on right mm-hmm. um now this is pot- potentially best exemplified if uh you've ever been to a trader joe's um
0: are they only in southern california or are they i everywhere? think
1: they're like a little bit more everywhere in the united states nowadays uh, but they I don't know where they started. Well anyways, they're they're a little bit everywhere. Um, and they're
0: bougie It's a bougie supermarket. It's a
1: bougie is. supermarket and it's a bougie supermarket in that everything is branded Trader Joe's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they have a Trader Joe's branded cookies, Trader Joe's branded uh, frozen uh, like pizzas, st- pizzas right. and uh, orange chicken and all that. Um, so it's all Trader Joe's branded. Um, And what that means is you only end up having one of everything, right? You want an orange chicken thing? There's only one orange chicken thing. Uh, You want uh, Thai dumplings? There's only one thing of Thai dumplings. Uh, You want flour? There's only one thing of flour. Um, And what this causes is a much easier shopping experience and that has excelled Trader Joe's success like actual marketing success because it means that people can come in and out at a much higher volume because they are not clogging up the store trying to figure out which thing to buy Mm -hmm. and as a result they end up feeling happier about having shopped at trader joe's than another store because they didn't put the mental burden on the customer to start like yeah. taking and doing research while they're shopping like yeah. they didn't come there to do research they came there to just get stuff and leave mm-hmm. which means one trader joe's gets more customer throughput in their store and two they get a charge higher anyways because there's nothing to compare stuff against yeah and three they can continue doing this because the customer is happy taking part in this transaction because they don't feel like they're being given the runaround Mm -hmm. and in fact because they burned less calories in the process of shopping they're more happy to do that again if that makes any sense
0: yeah no totally
1: um so although choice might be good in like some economic contexts like you do want to have multiple stores available right in the context of your own store it might be better to not have choice Because then you can go ahead and give a more tailored experience to your customers and they will implicitly trust you that like what you have, like the flour you got last time, that was good. So they're going to trust this other thing that they've never tried that you have uh, for sale. Um, Now, notice this isn't necessarily choice in like things like pasta. They'll still have tons of options of pasta shapes. But you're not going to have multiple. Brand. uh, Farfalle pasta choices. There's only going to be one. Yeah. It's it's
0: one brand. But there's different variety. Or different type Mm -hmm. within that brand. Versus like you're, you're looking at. I don't know. You're. Like you said. Pasta. You go to Ralph's. I mean there's. The same pasta, mm-hmm. but you have from three different brands. You have three different brand, and they're all three different price ranges that you have to choose from. Mm-hmm. You know, in the end, of course, you're going to just go for the cheapest one. But it's like the fact that you have to then spend a little bit of extra time deciding which one is better and which one is not. It's
1: mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, Trader Joe's made the choice for their customers, yeah. and they said this is the one we want to put on our shelf. It's not the cheapest. It's not necessarily the most expensive. Uh, and we're going to charge this for it. And the customer might say, hey, this pasta is way more expensive than at Ralph's. Like, they could go ahead and do that. But in general practice, they don't because it tended to be a much more pleasant experience not needing to make that decision in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, small fact, uh, Target is notorious for having lots of choice. Oh. Um, and they also mess with you because... Uh, at target you should always be careful and calculate like which thing is cheaper the smaller thing and the bigger thing it's not always the bigger thing that's cheaper per unit count yeah like you do have to do the calculations because it it can not necessarily match up um and which
0: is which is really annoying because like when you go to the store like you say you don't want to spend 10 hours in that one aisle just figuring out. I mean, like, for us. But like, that's
1: what we ended up doing, to save, what, five cents?
0: Exactly. But because, but we feel like we out, what is it, we outsmart Outsmarted the them. system, you know? Yeah, so it
1: makes us feel good in a different way. In a different way, um, but we're
0: wasting time spending there in the toilet paper aisle trying to decide do we get the, the 12 roll, rolls or the 18 rolls? Or the
1: double rolls? Yeah. Or the, all from one brand, might Yeah. You. Like, so, yeah, That that's a thing that Target is a little bit messed up on. I don't know why they are uh, like Target also does not have the per ounce or per unit pricing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's only so. a
0: grocery store. I feel mm-hmm. like that has that.
1: Well, Target kind of is a grocery store at this point.
0: Now they do, but yeah, it, it, it's annoying.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, be careful because Target will mess with you there.
0: I, I feel like it's not just Target anywhere. No, you gotta like. I know look Target at specifically.
1: The... Um, I know like any place where they're forced to put the per unit mm-hmm. pricing, they can't pull that off it's going to be immediately obvious. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Because at the end of the day, people oftentimes want just what the cheapest, like, bundled pricing is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a Target is flipped yeah. the other way around. The bigger bundle might not... It's not necessarily the cheaper. Yeah. The, the smaller one is.
1: The me, the medium one yeah. is. The, the smallest one is always the worst. Deal. We
0: were at the grocery earlier, mm-hmm. and I was looking at... Um, to buy heavy cream,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the the smaller bottle that is the twelve ounce is um it's like six ninety nine or whatever. And damn, this is really expensive <laughs> heavy cream. Like for six ninety nine for a twelve ounce. But then if you buy the the thirty two ounce, it was only nine dollars. So then, like at the grocery store, like there are things that bigger bigger volume is better for
1: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to be able to finish it, which is the other thing. Yeah, you
0: can't always go with that that Mm -hmm. thinking, like, oh, bigger is better, is not...
1: Yeah. Uh, One more example of, like, where this comes up a lot um, is in software design. So if you use Apple products, you might notice that you have less choice overall than if you were to use Android or something like that, right? Yes. Um, And a lot of Android uh lovers of that platform will go ahead and say like oh on iphone you can't customize this that or uh something other Mm -hmm. um and they'll use that as an example of like why android is better and that may potentially be the case but it's also not necessarily the case that'll make most people happy like some people certainly love tinkering with things and customizing every little option um but a lot of people will find will get burnout just from doing that and will not necessarily want to continue doing that over the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where Apple has kind of monopolized the thinking of less choice is better because then the user does not need to necessarily think about like all the different choices that are available to them. And therefore, there's a simpler experience as a result of that. Mm-hmm. So... This might manifest as less features, it might manifest as less customizability, um, and that's not for everyone, certainly, Uh, but at least from my personal experience, I can say that although I loved customizing things, like, when I was younger, I almost dread it nowadays because anytime you get a new device or something it doesn't necessarily carry over and if you have to recustomize it <laughs> then it's like forget about it it's a waste of my time so i just don't customize anymore
0: i, I totally feel you on that too. like
1: for instance the amount of times i've needed to reorganize my home screen because like an update <laughs> messed with it or moving to a new phone like nothing was where i had it last yeah like i lasted maybe up until i was five like actually organizing it um, when the taller like iPhones first came out, mm-hmm. uh, and then I stopped because I couldn't I couldn't keep up with that anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean like even in the what is it? When did it start? iOS fifteen? That like it doesn't even matter how you organize it anymore. They the oh, yeah, phone the would app just catalog. lump. Yeah, it would just lump all the apps. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. it'll just lump all the apps in folders for you and then you don't even need to like search for the- you just need to search for an app mm-hmm. you don't even need to like browse through your many many home pages, pages yeah. to look for that specific app or if you have them in like folders or whatever they'll just l- group them and like i've gotten used to that i'm like i don't even care to like <laughs> organize anymore because there's no point mm-hmm.
1: so yeah um i guess like this can come up in like many different ways in people's lives and experiences, but if you have a chance to give people less choices, you tend to get like faster and better outcomes. Mm-hmm. I guess it also comes down to like if you are unsure of something, like if you don't know uh what to have for lunch and you want to like be open and ask people, "Hey, do you want pizza or hamburgers or uh sushi for lunch?" uh and you ask 5 people, you're not going to be able to get one answer. Whereas
0: fireworks
1: whereas if you instead uh said hey i'm gonna grab pizza for lunch who wants in you're most likely gonna get immediate consensus on that yeah so yeah it applies to all sorts of things so like give it a try give things less choice or give others less choice and see how it benefits you (laughs) okay thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs)
0: feel like a ted talk (laughs) but of course this this idea doesn't always work for everybody i mean like not everybody goes to trader joe's because there's limited options people would prefer something else you know and not everybody can afford to go to trader joe's because it is a lot more expensive or gelson is much pricier Mm -hmm. because there's less choices there's no competition so everything is
1: Whatever they set the prices. Whatever price they like.
0: set the prices. Mm-hmm. I mean, like a jar of pasta sauce at Gelson is $9. Mm-hmm. You can get a jar of pasta sauce at Ralph's for like 2 bucks. But then it's also the quality you're looking at too. You know, a $2 bar. Like, I, I can attest to this. Like, Gelson's pasta sauce, $9. It really is worth it compared to like the $2 that we always get, you know. Mm-hmm. But it, not everybody can afford not having choices.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. And uh, it's it certainly depends on the store that you're going to as well. Like, case in point, if you want cheap meat, go to an American supermarket. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to get very cheap meat, and you're going to overspend on veggies as a yeah. result to balance that out because they're going to attract you with the meat, and they're going to overcharge you on the veggies, which you're going to feel guilty about, so you're going to buy veggies, and therefore they're going to make up their profits. However, if you go to an Asian supermarket... You're going to have the complete opposite, where you have very cheap veggies. Like, very cheap.
0: And more variety, too. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like things that just don't exist in American supermarkets. But the meat is going to be much more expensive.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Not that much more expensive. But it
1: is going to be more expensive.
0: It's not more expensive, because if you go to an Asian Asian supermarket, it's not really expensive. It's just you don't have as high of a quality in terms of meat. That you would expect at an American supermarket. Like there's no such thing as ribeye. Or like. Or New York steak. Or like the really good wagyu or marble meat at an Asian market. Everything is just standard. You know. So. It's not really more expensive. It's just. You're getting roughly the same price. But it's less. The quality is not as rich. Mm -hmm. As an, an American I notice. But meat is not that expensive. In Asian market, I honestly have to say, like, it's probably the cheapest if you want to get stuff for anything. Mm-hmm. You know? So, soda is expensive. <laughs> like, Ralph's is the only place that sells cheap soda. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is so expensive.
1: Yeah. But. So, like,. It- that was just an example, but different stores have like their different their specialties thing. yeah uh, because they make it up in other ways. So mm-hmm. they attract you based on what they think you're gonna be buying the most of. Uh, like milk is very oftentimes like a loss for a lot of supermarkets because they know on your way to get milk, you're gonna buy this, this and this mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. so no one just goes for milk. Interesting. which is true. Like we went to the supermarket for milk and what did we, we just did. buy?
0: it's mainly you you bought a bunch of like junk (laughs) i all i did was picked out a watermelon for myself (laughs) and the rest was you i i I realize now (laughs) guilty
1: as charged Uh,
0: yeah i i'm more of a vegetable person so you're a meat person
1: (laughs) she says that she picked out her watermelon
0: watermelon is healthy it's like vegetable fruit (laughs) i eat fruit and vegetables a lot okay let's just say that okay thanks for listening bye everyone bye